Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 59, thank you for joining me. I've not really got anything to share with you today because I only put the last episode on on Friday because I'm trying to get them to be on Mondays, but you know what I'm like, I'm always behind and a little bit disorganised, so I'm trying to get back on track with Monday podcast episodes, hence the very short gap between the two. So this week's episode was a request from one of my lovely listeners called Amber, who asked me to do an episode talking about quantum jumping, um, which is something that you might have heard of, but maybe not. And it's a bit of a kind of a mystery subject that's a bit confusing to understand. So I thought I'd do an episode talking about my take on that. So the scientific definition of a quantum jump, or sometimes it's called a quantum leap, is an abrupt transition of an electron atom or molecule from one energy state to another and the word quantum is used to kind of give a scientific label to what you and me and lots of other people might call the universe or source energy or anything like that and the quantum field is the infinite energy that we are all in and that we're all a part of and we're all contributing to and experiencing. So the space that we view with our eyes between us, which appears to be physically empty, is far from empty. It's a vast, never-ending, interconnected mesh of energy that we are all affecting and being affected by. So if you are struggling to picture that concept, then imagine yourself like underwater, but being able to go about your day. So maybe you're a mermaid or a merman or a person. I don't discriminate. You can be any kind of mer that you like. So you're surrounded by the water, which is affected by the way that you move, the way that other mer people move, the sea life, the structures underneath the water, the tides from the lunar cycle, the weather, millions of different things. Um, so it's just the same as that above the surface, but instead of you being in water, you're in a field of energy instead. And another way you could imagine it is like smoke. So if you light an incense stick, you'll be able to watch the swirls of the smoke moving through the energy. Um, And as a side note, you might have seen a video on my Instagram or TikTok of that um, where I've been talking about how you can learn to manipulate the smoke that you can see with your eyes, which is great practice to be able to manipulate the energy in the field around you that you can't see with your eyes. So I'm going to share with you my experience of quantum jumping and I was first introduced to the idea of quantum jumping or leaping by accident a couple of years ago when I was really getting into meditation. I'd discovered it a while before um, but I was really getting into it at that point in my life. It was when I had been suffering with horrible panic attacks and I'd realised that meditation was the key to solving that and I stumbled across a quantum jump meditation on YouTube that just looked interesting and I didn't really have any idea what it was but it looked good and I thought I'll have a go at it. I sound very croaky today, I don't know why. Um, And it did actually have a bit of a warning on it which I ignored (laughs) And let me tell you, I am not exaggerating when I say that I literally (laughs) jumped out of my skin when I did it. And I actually ended up having a little panic attack 
but now I know that that was completely unnecessary. But at the time, I was very shocked at what happened because it wasn't really what I was expecting. I'd been used to doing very calming, very gentle, guided meditations. Uh, I listened to a lot of Jess Shepherd ones. So this was completely different and it was a bit of a shock to the system. <laughs> so if I can find the meditation, I will share it in the Facebook group. I think I will be able to find it because I know which page it was from. Um, and it started off with a guy called Bert Goldman, who's got a brilliant YouTube channel called Quantum Jumping. And I would highly recommend that you go and follow him if it's something that you would like to learn more about. Um, and at the start, Bert is in a room full of people and he's leading them through this meditation. And from what I can remember, I haven't watched it for a couple of years now, but there was a bit of a visualisation to do with placing number cards up on a stage, I think. And then after that, I remember it moved on to like a staircase where you slowly walked down each step and every step took you into a deeper state. So if you were brand new to meditation, I wouldn't recommend this one for two reasons. Firstly, it might not work for you at all because you might not have got used to letting yourself relax into that meditative state and secondly because if you're still fairly new to it like I was at the time it but you have managed to allow yourself to get into that state you might find it a bit too intense and then it might put you off meditation I don't think I meditate again for the rest of the week because I shit my pants but I do want to add to that that there's absolutely nothing at all to be afraid of I was just taken aback by it and it made me feel a bit uncomfortable so the first attempt, I didn't even get to the bottom of this staircase because I <laughs> properly shit myself. And I remember I physically jumped up to my feet and like ran out and stood in the garden. <laughs> and my neighbour was out there at the time, must have thought I was a complete nutter. Um, but I was having a bit of a like, oh shit, what's going on? But I did go back to it and I did it again the day after or a couple of days after. And I would definitely do it again now if I can find it. I will be doing it again now. So when you get to the bottom of these stairs, which feels very much like a hypnosis kind of vibe, um, where you feel like you're physically getting deeper and deeper every time, which is a bit of an unnerving feeling if you don't like that kind of thing. And then when you get to the bottom of the stairs, you walk through this door into like a quantum space. So for me, that the visualisation that I had was kind of like being out in outer space. Um, and you sat in a circle surrounded by lots of other versions of you. And then you're guided to get up out of your place and go and stand in front of these other versions and, and sit into them to try on these different alternate realities that are all out there for us so this is the part where in my second attempt I found it a bit intense at the time because when you are in that zone basically what it creates is an outer body experience and it's a fairly mild one now when I think about it but if it's never happened to you before or you've never experienced anything like that it is a very strange feeling and it takes a bit of adjusting to so I stood up, which felt fine and fairly normal, and then I went and stood in front of this other cross-legged version of myself, and then I sat down like I was sitting into a chair, and I experienced every single 
bit of that feeling of sitting down and I felt myself literally being kind of like dragged into it like a magnet it was like a like sucked me into this new version of me and then me and it were one and then you spend a little time a little bit of time in that state and then towards the meditation from what I can remember and I might be getting bits mixed up between a couple of his videos here so excuse me if I have um but you then you can try on more than one of these and then you choose whether to go back through the door as your original version and walk through that door back up the stairs or whether you do that as a new version as one of your alternative versions of you so I stood up at which point I felt like the reverse of the the feeling that I'd had before where I felt like I was kind of dragging my body out of it and I just kind of popped out back into a stood up position and then I went and sat back down in my original space and I walked through the door as I came in and left and during that point in my life I had only recently discovered meditation probably a month or two before but I was it was lockdown as well and I was kind of obsessing over it because it had changed my life so much and I was doing it a lot so I was able to really release enough for that one to be very powerful on me. But like I said before, you might not be there yet, and that's absolutely fine. If that's something that you would like to experience, then just keep doing those simple ones until you feel like you're able to completely relax and sit into it. And then you can start experimenting with different types of meditations like quantum jumping or leaping. And you'll definitely get there. It just takes a little bit of patience. So I'd only ever experienced that once before and that was by accident when I was about seven years old where I'd had a bit of an out-of-body experience and I found that quite unusual. Um, so when I did this meditation I wasn't really expecting that <clears throat> and I did find it to be a bit overwhelming but now I would definitely do it again because I don't have that same like fear of it. So in the kind of manifestation community, people talk about the science of quantum jumping or leaping because we are, as humans, made up of atoms. And like I said before, um, the idea of quantum jumping is that we're able to shift from one energy state to another. So the idea is that there are unlimited alternate versions of you already in existence in the infinite quantum field, which I've talked about in different ways, in, in lots of different episodes of this podcast, where maybe when I was talking about um, the law of assumption, how we have endless potential versions of reality, and they're all just there waiting for us, and we're just in one at the minute, but we can move into different ones at, at any point in time. So by stepping out of the current version that you are in, and stepping into your preferred alternative reality, you're shifting your molecular energy into that version of the one that's living in the desired result, whatever that might be. So quantum jumping is basically just an advanced mental visualisation technique that allows you to move from one state to another and in turn that alters your 3D circumstances. And it's said by that community of people that are really into quantum jumping that it does that fairly quickly compared to other visualisation and manifestation techniques. 
And some of the ways that you could use quantum jumping to benefit you is to step into a version of you who is maybe working in your dream career or experiencing better or peak health or has vast wealth and abundance or somebody who is able to have the freedom and the time and money to travel all over the world or somebody that's in a loving relationship or basically any of your big end result dreams that you would like to manifest or any of your smaller ones as well it doesn't have to be a giant one um so there are also some other ways that you can do kind of a a basic version of quantum jumping which don't involve meditation so if you don't feel like you're ready to experiment with that i have got another option for you that you might like to try that i think is kind of like a dead quick easy beginner's version to quantum jumping that I use personally. Um, So this one is called the two cup method and it's linked to the work of a man called Dr. Emoto and Dr. Emoto was a man who studied the effect of words and intentions on the molecular structure of water. So I won't go too into detail but basically quite a while ago he got some water, he wrote and spoke words that were very negative to one group of the water and the other group of water he spoke very positively with high vibrational loving words and intentions and then he looked at the molecular structure of the water and noticed that the ones that had been spoken to negatively and had those negative intentions set on them had quite ugly, messy molecular structures under a microscope and the ones that had had loving, grateful words and intentions set on them had really beautiful, intricate, almost like snowflake designs that were very, very uh, symmetrical and intricate in the patterns. So he used that experiment to prove that our words and our intentions are physically powerful. And as we're made up of 60% water, then that makes a big difference to us. The words that we speak are literally having a physical effect on how we um, are made, how we're built up inside us molecularly. I feel like a scientist. So the two cup um, method, I'll tell you how you do that. It's really simple. You just take two glasses, or you could use cups if you wanted, and on the first one, you write out your current circumstances that you'd like to change. Now, personally, in my experience, I find it's more effective if you just do one at a time, but you could do more than one, that's fine. So on the other glass, the second glass, you write what your desired outcome is, so it's going to be the opposite of whatever you've written on the first one. So, for example, I did this a while back when I'd had to move back home after the end of my relationship and I used a whiteboard pen, but you could use like a post-it note or anything just to make sure that the words are on the glass or cup somewhere. And I wrote on the first glass, living at home with my parents. And on the second glass, I wrote, own and live in my own home. So once you've done that and you've got your two empty glasses with your words and intentions written on them, then you fill the cup one up and you spend a minute or two holding that glass of water 
and feeling your, uh, sorry, that glass and feeling the current circumstances. And it, you could have the water in it, it doesn't really matter at that point. You, you might actually, it might be better to have the water in it at that point. So you're kind of just experiencing how that's a, negatively affecting you and the the low vibration of that circumstance. And then you will switch the glasses and if the water was in it when you did that one, then you'd pour it first and, and hold the, gl- the new glass of water, the second glass, or you could just pick it up as an empty glass. It doesn't really matter which way, in my opinion. So you hold on to that other glass and then you spend a little bit longer, maybe five or ten minutes, really feeling what it would be like to experience that desired outcome. So for me, obviously, it was owning my own home and getting out of my mum and dad's house so that I had my freedom back and that I had my own space and that I felt safe and comfortable and that I had all my stuff around me because obviously it was all like packed up in boxes and everything and you just spend a few five or ten minutes really feeling what that would be like and experiencing the gratitude for having that desired outcome and then if you've not already you pour the water from the first glass into the second glass and you then drink the water So because, like I said, that water um, is within us, then the new energy is a part of us. So we've taken that new good vibe energy of feeling what it'll be like to have that desired state. And it's become a part of the 60% water that we are made up of. Or it might be more, maybe it's 70, 80, who knows, I don't know. So that's a way that you could experiment with quantum jumping if you're not ready to do the um, the kind of meditation version. I would say that it's kind of almost bordering on like hypnosis in a way because you have to be able to get into that deep state. So you'll be able to find loads of different quantum jumping videos on YouTube. My advice to you would be be careful which one you choose I would definitely point you in the direction of um the oh what's he called I've forgotten his name hang on let me find it again Bert 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 Bert, what you call Bert Bert where are you Bert Goldman I would point you in the direction of him because he's an expert in it and he's not going to be um doing anything that's going to be kind of dangerous or harmful for you because you you are in a different state of consciousness when you're like that so you have to be more particular about what who you're allowing to guide you and what you're allowing into your subconscious when you're at that state so I would be careful which one you pick but definitely go and give it a go um if you would like to know more about that you've got a whole website of stuff so there's all sorts of things on there Don't be put off by some of the stories that you'll find all over TikTok and things like that. I I haven't had any bad experience or know anybody that has, um, but perhaps those people were not being careful about who they have allowed themselves to be exposed to when they've got that more vulnerable subconscious mind open. So that's all I've got to tell you on that one. It's a bit of a shorter episode today because I've only just put that one on Friday, so I don't want to bore you to death. Um, so I hope you found it useful. If you haven't already, come and join us in the Vibe Tribe. The link's in my Instagram bio at Positive Pig Podcast, or you can just search on Google for Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington and you will find it on the Patreon website. So have a fantastic week and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.